Welcome to the Digital Edge with Sharon Nelson and Jim Calloway. Your hosts, both legal technologists, authors, and lecturers, invite industry professionals to discuss a new topic related to lawyers and technology. You're listening to Legal Talk Network. Welcome to the 77th edition of the Digital Edge Lawyers and Technology. We're glad to have you with us. I'm Sharon Nelson, president of Sensei Enterprises. And I'm Jim Calloway, director of the Oklahoma Bar Association's Management Assistance Program. Today, our topic is headlines from ABA Tech Show 2014. We are happy to welcome our friend Natalie Kelly. Natalie is the director of the State Bar of Georgia's Law Practice Management Program. She provides extensive practice management and technology consulting and training to Georgia Bar members. She also speaks and writes frequently on these topics. At home, Natalie is a hardworking wife and mother of three daughters. Thanks for joining us today, Natalie. Good morning, and thanks for having me, Jim and Sharon. I'm very, very excited about this show and and being a part of it, and really, really excited to tell you all about Tech Show 2014. Well, congratulations, Natalie, on a great, great, great tech show. It was really a wonderful thing. I know the attendees were incredibly enthused. So why don't you just give us a quick overview about how well you did? Well, I think, again, uh, thanks, Sharon. Uh, We did a great job this year, in fact, from the standpoint of actually bringing attention to the conference and having individuals show up and participate in record numbers. We broke all of our attendance records this year by way of having, even before we arrived on site at the conference, having registered more attendees than we had in previous years. And in fact, from last year's numbers, we coming into the conference, we had more attendees already registered than we had for the complete year on last year. So steady growth on the part of attendees um, coming to ABA Tech Show. We also had record participation in our exhibition hall. And so the expo hall, again, was packed with 100-plus vendors all ready to show their legal technology and products and services to a very, very enthused audience, as you've already mentioned. The keynote by Rick Clow of Google Ventures seemed to be a great hit with the audience, and Rick is a former attendee and speaker at ABA Tech Show, so a lot of us old-timers noted that. What did you think resonated about his comments? Well, one of the things that I think was really, really interesting about the process, this is kind of a backstory. When I actually reached out to Rick, one of the things or one of the frustrations on his part is that I basically wanted him to tell us whatever he wanted to tell us. And I think that laid the groundwork for him to come up with a fabulous presentation. He did a wonderful job in kind of telling his story about the things that he has learned since he moved on to Silicon Valley. And as a part of Google Ventures and being involved in the startup lab, he shared with the attendees that, you know, kind of three big points and two of the ones that really, really resonated with our audience were the fact, first of all, that that data is really bigger than opinions, actually. And he did a very interesting kind of test study, if you will, of our attendees to basically show that what we think and what we sometimes think as a customer or what we sometimes feel, our opinions about things, don't prove out um, in terms of data. And so when we market, when we do things like that in the legal industry, we really, really need to, as um, legal professionals, need to pay attention to data. So that was one of the points he made. Another that really, really struck home with a lot of our attendees are in solo and small firm practice, the idea that you need to think big 
whether it's, you know, he pointed out some statistics about venture capitalism and how that impact has been slow into the legal community. You're starting to see a little bit more of that. But the idea that a solo is needing to think big, needing to take risk in ways that are new to what might traditionally have been something a little more stodgy or a little bit more conservative approach to things, in this new age, you need to really take on and think big and think outside of the box. Be uncomfortable in trying to reach out and be successful. Don't be distracted by some of the smaller successes along the way, but be uncomfortable in this process of getting to bigger ideas. And I think those kind of were two of the three main things that attendees got from Rick that really, really made his keynote a success again this year. Yeah, it was very good, that keynote. But, you know, I was... My personal favorite session was the one done by uh, John Dean of Watergate fame. I really didn't expect to be blown away by it, but I was. Maybe it's uh, partially because, of course, I lived through the Watergate hearings, and my first criminal defense professor was Sam Dash. (laughs) So I guess I was pretty well steeped in Watergate lore. But what was your take on that one? Did, Did you enjoy it as much as I did, Natalie? You know, I really, really enjoyed it. This is one of those sessions where I, you know, I jokingly behind the scenes called it a power plenary session because I just knew that it would be an exciting venture. Now, mind you, um, younger audiences, that we worried whether or not they would get it or understand it, but I think bringing in the context that he brought to the stage to historically actually hear some of the tapes that were recorded around the Watergate scandal, I think that was riveting for the audience, just that you could hear almost a pin drop in that huge audience as they were trying to listen very closely to the tapes as he was playing them. Kind of, again, just to show that the audience are really, really in tune to his message and to, to listening to his delivery. But more so than that, I think what was important was his idea and in his thought that what came out of Watergate, what really, really lasted was the idea of legal ethics that that was the one lesson coming out of that scandal that remains today. And it remains huge. And we talk about security and, and snooping and spying and the NSA and all of those different things. It really, really kind of, again, gave you a peek back into history. But the attendees were very, very attuned to understanding that those types of things, in fact, happened previously. But what is the role of the lawyer? What is the role of the legal profession in that space? And I think it was very, very interesting from that standpoint to have the attendees learn that, you know, human nature, one of the things that he's learned through this process of him actually going back and analyzing what happened with him and happened as a result of the scandal is that human nature hasn't changed. And maybe that, you know, this idea that legal ethics has transcended this seemingly personal desire of being fueled by maybe power at the time, that those kinds of human reactions and things don't change. But in fact, the impact of the legal profession profession is something that's a little bit different and should be. And therefore, you have that whole lesson of legal ethics coming out of it, out of what we call those Nixon hackings. I wonder, having heard him say that, you know, it was terrible that 21 lawyers crossed the lines of legality and ethics, I wonder what he thinks about today in the NSA, <laughs> where, we, where we have a lot of lawyers involved. Right, right. Well, I mean, he didn't really, really clue a whole lot into that. In his particular, he made some minor references here and there. But again, it was, again, I think a very, very interesting take on his part to really just kind of show what his path has been. And it's certainly interesting to hear. 
The really great thing about ABA Tech Show, Natalie, is the number of education sessions that are taught and the diversity of the sessions. And and we have, you know, nationally known experts and end-user lawyers. Uh, That's the great thing about Tech Show, in my opinion. We know as the Tech Show chair, you probably didn't have time to go to a lot of the sessions, but was there one that was your personal favorite? Well, you know what, Jim? I'll be honest. I really, really did not have any time. And that was one of the disappointments. It was like, it would be great if we could extend it another day just to let the the chair of Tech Show uh, experience some of the sessions. But I didn't have that time, as you mentioned. However, where I was able to peek my head in was into a new session that we had this year, and it's called the How-Tos. And the How-To sessions were really designed to be more of the kind of hands-on almost demonstration of a particular topic. And I think these are going to take off and are going to really, really do well for Tech Show in the future. And I think that they will remain in place. So the how-to sessions were really one of those hits for me. It was one of those, the ones that I stepped my head into, the Evernote session, how to use Facebook in one hour. Those were kind of, again, the sessions that allowed you to see and do a little bit more. And one of the things that I mentioned in my welcome message to the attendees was that we really wanted this not to just be able to see and hear about new legal technology products and services, but we really, really wanted attendees to engage, connect, and then go back to their office and really do things. And so the how-to sessions, I think, gave our attendees an opportunity to participate in that process via those particular sessions. So I think my personal favorite in terms of sessions in general would be the how-to's. Well, Natalie, I uh, got to do one of those how-to sessions on how to incorporate document assembly into your workflow, and I was excited to get the assignment. I wasn't as excited that it was an 8 a.m. presentation, but it got me started (laughs) early in the day for Tech Show, for sure. (laughs) Absolutely. Nothing like an early start, Jim. I've never seen you go home so early at night. (laughs) One of the things the board does really, really well is it it picks out the the trends and the things that are hot and new and different in legal technology and the other areas of law practice management. So what did you think, Natalie, were the hottest topics this year at ABA Tech Show? You know, it's really interesting because I think from what I have heard in terms of what were the hottest topics and what I've deemed to be the hottest topics um, were things that we really, really clued in on. I think there's a reemergence of paperless and the whole paperless revolution going on, and so there are high interest and high numbers in the sessions that focus on the paperless information. And I think that continues on. We also had paperless sessions on last year, and so they kind of continued as well. Cloud is big. I mean, and again, despite of the security and IT threats, we, there was a full session on those kinds of things that were more in an advanced area, so you didn't hear quite as much of the buzz from that angle necessarily. But again, they were very popular. But cloud, again, still remained popular. And then Again, there's a whole huge concept of the iOS, I think, got a lot of attention because a lot of folks are using iPads in their practice. And so, Jim, I know I stepped in a session that you were doing on the iPad with Tom Mile, and the room was packed, as, as many of the sessions were. But uh, one of the ones that I kept hearing great things about was, was that particular session. So I think, again, those were some of the hottest topics that were going on around at Tech Show this year. Tell us about the things that we did at Tech Show this year that were uh, innovations or changes. Well, you know, one of the beauties of being the chair of ABA Tech Show is that you get to sometimes not mess with the, the full core of what the conference is and how it's set up and run, but it's a collaborative effort between 
staff from the ABA's Law Practice Division. It's a collaboration between um, the show management team and the planning board. And one of the things that I wanted to make sure we did this year was that we analyzed everything that we'd done in the past and come up with some new things. So the very first being how we went about getting information in terms of which presentations would be chosen. So there was an online request for proposal process put in place. And interestingly enough, there were over 60 proposals for potential presenters and programs to be delivered at Tech Show. And of course, we have 60 or 70 different sessions going on throughout the conference. But that was a great, great place for us to actually look through and become familiar with new presenters, new information, new topics, very interesting takes. So that new process for online RFP was one of the new things that we added this year. And then going into the sessions, I've already talked a little bit about the how-to sessions, and that was brand new this year. And then there were two other things that we wanted to do, again, along those concepts of connecting the audience, or connecting the attendee to the conference. And the first was a solutions lab put on by the Legal Technology Resource Center representatives and the practice management advisors from around the country. So there were volunteers there who actually worked with the attendees. As they were coming out of sessions, they were able to discuss what were the types of things that they were seeing and learning that they might want to implement. And then they were given a prescription, if you will, to go into the expo hall and seek out certain vendors or seek out certain products and services to help them get to a point of implementation and or planning for their firms when they got back home. So the PMA LTRC Solutions Lab was a new addition to Tech Show this year. That was a great addition to Tech Show. People really like that. We were glad that it was very successful, and we hope that that continues as well into the future. An additional thing that we added was in the expo hall itself. There is typically, from the standpoint of a legal vendor, there are those people who are not familiar with a particular product or service. And a majority of the time, individuals who are the attendees would be going up to a particular vendor or service and learning about what this product is, what can it do, is it something that would be of interest and of use in my practice. And the scenario would sometimes play out, however, where you don't have just a regular normal attendee who might just be looking to get a demonstration of a product or service, but instead you have an attendee who is an actual user of a product or service, and they've run into an issue or a concern, or they have ideas about a product or service that they want to convey. And so we created a separate tech support area, which both um, from the standpoint of the vendor gave them a, a separate area to have their staff work and to deal with their actual end users. So this is not your typical conference attendee. It's someone who's actually using the product. They now have a designated area where they can go and get solutions to their issues with a particular product or service. We think that that area will grow in the future, but again, this was a new addition to Tech Show in 2014. Well, thanks. Let's pause now for a commercial break, and then we'll be right back. Looking for a process server you can trust? ServeNow.com is a nationwide network of local pre-screened process servers. ServeNow works with the most professional process servers in the industry. Connecting your firm with process servers who embrace technology, have experience with high-volume serves, and understand the litigation process and rules of properly effectuating service. Find a pre-screened process server today. Visit www.servenow.com. 
We're glad you're listening to Legal Talk Network. Check us out on Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn, too. Welcome back to the Digital Edge on the Legal Talk Network. Today, our subject is headlines from ABA Tech Show 2014, and our guest is Natalie Kelly, the director of the State Bar of Georgia's Law Practice Management Program. Natalie, the Expo Hall, with its many vendors, I was glad to see we had over 100 this year, and all the the tchotchke that everybody loves to scoop up and put in their bags, that's always a great hit. So what was the buzz this year from the Expo Hall? Well, the Expo Hall this year, as you mentioned, had over 100 vendors, and there was a lot of buzz. Uh, In fact, uh, one of the exciting things for me to see was there's a group participation thing called Passport to Prizes. And I mean, when I gave the winning prizes away to everybody, that area was packed in that part of the exhibit hall. People really, really took part in the prizes contest. So that was great. Great to see. Is some of the big buzz around products and services that kind of stood out? I think a lot of people were really, really talking about Clio, one of the product vendors, got a lot of money. <laughs> um, they got a pretty decent-sized amount of grant money investment from a venture capital firm, and so there was a lot of talk about that. There was also a digital paper product that was out there, Sony and World Docs kind of partnering together. World Docs will be delivering up a Sony uh, digital paper product, and while it costs $1,100, I think it's one of those things that people are going to really, really be kind of keeping an eye on. And then those were some of the key hot things that were talked about at Tech Show in the Expo Hall this year. But again, it's just a growing area. There was a lot of positive feedback from the vendor perspective. You know, being on the board, there are we do uh, vendor advisory meetings, and that group expressed great, great pleasure in having a very, very positive show. In fact, some of the commentary included things like this is the best tech show that they had ever participated in. So quite pleased with the Expo Hall and all the buzz coming out of it. Could you explain the Taste of Tech Show concept? This has expanded over the years. It's unique to tech show and always seems to be a big hit. Well, you know, it's really interesting. I've been coming to tech show for 19 years. And back probably at the very, very beginning of this process, there had been this idea that folks would kind of get together and go out to dinner in groups. So that expanded to a more organized format. And so now what Taste of Tech Show is, it's basically a, a grouping of Dutch treat dinners that are based around a topic that comes out of some of the overarching tech show topics. And the key presenters in those areas serve as hosts to these dinners, and individuals, attendees, can actually sign up to go out to these Dutch Treat dinners where they talk a little bit further about the particular topics. They can also even attend dinners that are sponsored now. So there are several of the dinners which are sponsored by a particular vendor, and they'll give maybe a short presentation at the dinner for the attendees. Um, But this is a real big hit, and it's really expanded over the years, and I think it'll definitely continue as one of the tech show greats. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. We had a very enthused group this year, so we really enjoy that. How about next year's tech show? I know you'd probably like our listeners to start saving the date and hear about the new chair and the board. Absolutely, absolutely. ABA Tech Show 2015 will be held in Chicago at the Hilton Chicago again. The dates are April 16th through the 18th. 
and we hope that you'll join Brett Burney. Brett will chair ABA Tech Show 2015. He has a fabulous board of working with him in putting together the developments. I've been telling individuals who want to participate in Tech Show to keep their eyes peeled for that online request for proposal for presentations process again. So probably early in June, as early as June, you'll keep your eye open for that. If there are vendors or product service vendors who are listening to the podcast today, they can actually go ahead and look for sponsorship opportunities and exhibiting opportunities. There's a prospectus that's already up on the uh, tech show. It's going to techshowsponsorships.com. You can find that information there. It's never too early to get started for the next year with tech show. And while I've enjoyed my time on the board, I think Brett Bernie is going to do a great job next year. And again, that's April 16th through the 18th in Chicago. Well, one of the insider things about ABA Tech Show that has certainly grown over the years is that the uh, ribbon on the badge that says former Tech Show Chair is a black ribbon. Sharon and I have both been Tech Show Chairs ourselves, so how does it feel to uh, have earned your black ribbon of past Tech Show Chair and now be out put to pasture with all the rest of us? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I must tell you, Jim, um, if you could express... In, a, <laughs> in many, many different ways, and that's probably what it would be like. It was an absolutely incredible ride, incredible journey. I enjoyed pretty much every every aspect of it. Even the challenges were, were great to work through as the chair. And as you all know, you both are, are veterans and put together also record-winning and award-winning um, shows in the past. And so just following in your footsteps, I really, really enjoyed my time. And I'm equally as proud and esteemed to be out to pasture with the rest of you. (laughs) (laughs) It's a pretty nice pasture. Lots of nice horses. You know, warm sun, gorgeous grass. You'll enjoy it now that you have a chance to attend Tech Show without actually being the chair. It was a wonderful show. I want to thank you again, Natalie, for all your hard work. I'm sure you've got everybody pumped up now after they've heard this podcast to go to next year's Tech Show, which they certainly should do. So I hope people sign up. But thanks for being with us. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me, Jim and Sharon. I really, really appreciate, again, all of your sage wisdom and advice and your roles as previous Tech Show chairs. And thanks for letting me talk about Tech Show today to your listeners. And I really do hope everybody attends next year. Ditto that. And that does it for this edition of the Digital Edge Lawyers in Technology. And remember, you can subscribe to all the editions of this podcast at LegalTalkNetwork.com or on iTunes. Thanks for joining us. Goodbye, Miss Sharon. Happy trails, cowboy. Thanks for listening to The Digital Edge, produced by the broadcast professionals at Legal Talk Network. Join Sharon Nelson and Jim Calloway for their next podcast covering the latest topic related to lawyers and technology. Subscribe to the RSS feed on LegalTalkNetwork.com or in iTunes. The views expressed by the participants of this program are their own and do not represent the views of, nor are they endorsed by, Legal Talk Network, its officers, directors, employees, agents, representatives, shareholders, and subsidiaries. None of the content should be considered legal advice. As always, consult a lawyer.